Look who decided to show. Sorry, I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You're causing a major disturbance on my time. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak. The levels are good. The podcasting is good. We are ready to go. Hello and welcome to the Early Show Later podcast. I'm Karis. Hey, what's up? I'm Jeremy. This is episode 136, Like Riding a Bike. After the podcast yesterday, I went for a hike. Uh, oh. The, we, I did the Coquitlam Crunch. I don't know if that's a hike or a walk. It's a lot of stairs, I, uh, elevation gain. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, the grouse grind, the, ba- the baby sibling of the grouse yes, grind. Yes, a little tiny baby and not as nature like you're, right. you're in the suburbs, like you see houses on either side of you. Yeah. Um, still bears. Yeah. I've seen bears on that trail. So the four-year-old, so I was going with my sister. My sister's like, hey, let's, you know, she had the day off. It was beautiful yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to bring the four-year-old because I like to get him out of the house, keep him active as well. He melts down. He doesn't want to go for a hike. I know he's going to have fun when we're on the trail. I, I'm trying to talk to the four-year-old. I'm like, you're going to have fun. And he's like, no, I don't want to go. He's thrashing. And I'm like, okay, I want to uh, respect his agency, but I'm smarter than him. Yes, you really, you, in Barely, a lot of ways. but I am. Yes, but you are. In, so, in, in the life experience ways, yes. for sure. So I'm trying to be like, I know you're only four, and you're telling me no, and I want to respect that. So I'm trying to use that language. I'm like, I hear you. You're coming hiking with me, whether you like it or not. <laughs> right? I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to be like firm dad, modern dad. I hear you. I respect you. Put your fucking shoes on. Right? <laughs> and like, we are going for a hike. We're going for it, and you're going to have fun. It's happening, and you're going to like it. You're going to like it. <laughs> we are going to hike until morale improves to this family. Um, so it was a battle. And my sister, I love my sister. She's so patient. You know what I mean? Like You know how some people can be like. People who don't have kids sometimes can they have they don't have as long of a fuse you know with kids but my my sister's real good my sister's just come on Elliot you know or you even stay out of it sometimes that when I'm in it with my kid I don't want other adults involved no just exactly like, shut the just fuck up and stand over there exactly so my sister's very good I love my sister for this she's so good so my sister she's very good just she knows when to chill and just let me do my thing and she knows when to intervene she knows when to and come take in a little over bit and, just, and, yeah, yeah. and not make and, it worse yeah exactly. So we get Elliot into the car. We get to the hike. We open the door. And he's just beaming smiles and just having the best time. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, you, I knew this. Yeah. You knew this in your heart. Why did we have the tantrum? Yeah, exactly. Why did we have to go through all that awkward, painful? Yes, and it's the worst. And yeah. I'm hot and sweaty. I hate tantrums. Are for you. They flail. Yes. He's trying to claw me. He's like literally clawing at me. And I was like, stop, you know, and I'm, I'm being cool. I'm like, okay, we don't hit. You know, my wife's there. My wife's like, your father never hits you. Why are you hitting him? That's what she likes to use. Yeah. We never hit you. Don't hit us. And he's just, rah, 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 rah. get on the trail. He had the best time. And then my sister had a power move. I didn't even know she was going to do this. We're doing the stairs. And she's like, I have a prize for whoever gets to the top of the stairs first. And that just changed his. Oh. He's like, you slowpoke losers. See <laughs> at the top. You know what? And that's what even even a simple, I'll time you. 
is sometimes Whoa. sometimes when you throw you know you break out your phone and you're I like, like ready that. I'll time you and then they wow. want and then they sometimes they do it multiple times because they want to beat their they other time beat the record. exactly they're like I can do it better than that and then they do it again <laughs> oh man just break that just, is wow yeah just say I'll what? time you I'll time and see you. how fast they do it it it's wild how how magical that, that can be. is a mom power move. yeah i love that totally okay i yeah. like that <laughs> all right what do we got going on here on episode 136 riding oh, a bike yeah we're well we're talking about i went to a vancouver canucks game and i haven't been to uh an nhl a packed nhl arena for a hockey game in over two years and then of all the games you're for, you're ripping the band-aid off with Canucks and Canadians. Yeah. Like you went for like let's go right in two feet. Totally. And the Canucks won, so oh, it was even God, again, better. It was so good. I was watching, oh, I was God. listening to it on the radio. Yeah. And it it seemed like cuz it was it was just close enough cuz you need a little bit like, Yeah, it, I like when my team smashes other teams, but it could get a, the second half of the game is so boring. Exactly. You're like, well, obviously this is in the bag. Yeah, and the Canucks are just like, well, we're on Mardi Gras time. Yeah. The other teams like, we're just fucking want this game to end and hit to the next town. But when it's close, good energy. But then the Canucks open it up at the end. And oh, it's so oh. good. Yeah, that was that felt really amazing and I felt good being in the crowd of people. It felt yep. it felt nice for me. And you know what? A lot of people were wearing masks. Most people were wearing masks, I would say. Yeah, when I've been to a few bigger events, I find it, people are good generally. Yeah, you know, for the most part, there I saw masks on almost everybody. So, uh that was good times. Talk, we talk about anti-maskers and the maniacs like way more than they're in public. Yeah. Because they make the news with their shenanigans. Yeah, because and it's the thing to talk about. Because tantrums are quite noticeable. Yeah, we started the show talking about it. Exactly, we, a four-year-old uh, tantrum is very noticeable. Very noticeable. <laughs> but in reality, when I'm out, and like you know, when you see the anti-maskers on the news, I'm always like, if I see one, I'm going to say things to them. I don't see them out. In, yeah, and no. when I do, honestly. They don't bother me that much. I'm no, like, it's like, you know, one person in a group. It's like, okay, cool, whatever, yeah, fine. I don't care. Freedom, bro. I don't care. Uh, so also on the podcast today, we're talking about cohabitation, how Gen Zers are thinking that a lot of them are thinking that their first home is going to be purchased either with a family member or with a friend. That's an interesting one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we've also got, we're learning on the Triple PQ, the Peak Pen Pop Quiz. We're learning about stomach acid. Always learning and growing. We love learning about things. And uh, we've got, you found an interesting clip about some bros being caught on camera watching young female figure skaters. Yeah, I, yeah. my wife sent me this one. Uh, it's a, a, a young, I, I was going to say a woman, but a girl yeah. uh, figure skating. A girl, and she sets up her camera, her phone to f- to film herself, you know, so she could critique her stuff after, and she picks up a conversation. So we'll talk about that. But we start off the podcast talking about same-sex animal couples. On Animal Cast, we're talking about penguins. Yeah, uh, same-sex parenting in the animal world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, good morning. You'll see the peak, 1027. Uh, we, we're talking about our debate club poll today. Yeah, and we got a text here from Brian because we're talking about uh, debate club is your favorite Mario character because today is March 10th, Mario Day. Brian says, this garbage man votes for Luigi. He's definitely more punk. 
I feel like his album would be Luigi, A Tale of the Punk Rock Plumber, <laughs> featuring songs like Out From My Brother's Shadow, Life Ain't All Peaches, and everyone's favorite, Mushroom Stomp. <laughs> that is punk rock for sure. Luigi is punk rock. Mario is classic rock. Yes. I say like Princess Peach listens to like Olivia Rodrigo. Do you think so? Doji Cat. Oh, for sure. And Toad. Toad is into like something annoying. Like he's like only into Britpop. Like it, that's it. <laughs> like he's just like, he's snobby about it, you know? He's snobby about it. And won't, won't listen to anything Yeah, else. you know, you just be like, oh, check out the strokes. And then, and then he's just like, oh, the, you know, the Arctic Monkeys are better. And you're like, okay, sure, whatever, dude. <laughs> well, uh, Toad has leapt ahead of Mario. And this is early polling. Early, Very early. We never trust the early polls. Toad is ahead of Mario. 56% of the vote going for Toad right now. Favorite? Super Mario character, all your takes welcome. 281-027, text or call. Everyone who texts or calls, enter to draw to win Atlantis Morissette tickets. Animal cast. We got a couple held over from yesterday. We were so busy. We held over a couple animal cast stories. How common is same-sex parenting in the animal kingdom? Do we know? We don't really know. In uh, zoos, like controlled settings, it does happen. But, uh, you know, the researchers were like, yeah, but that's a zoo. Like, it's not exactly a natural environment, right? No. Um, they I mean, say with mammals, not that common, mostly because, like, I have nipples. Can you milk me? Right? Like, the men can't do, the male mammals can't do a lot for, you know, the calves and the babies. Exactly. Right? I've really, I've never understood that why the some... Some nipples are attached to mammary glands and other nipples are attached to literally nothing. They're oh, just decoration. I don't get it. Set, you know, there's nervous, you know, erogenous zone. Yeah, for, for sure. Okay. People. Yeah. So I guess in that, there's a function there, but. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Other than that. Yeah, know, other some than weird that. holdover from <laughs> evolution. But then you'd say the bird kingdom more like penguins, for example, will have same sex parenting situations because after the, the female bird lays an egg, either parent can look after the chick because they just whatever chew up the food and regurgitate it. Yeah. We all saw, what is it, March of the Penguins. It's the dads all hanging out with the eggs there and being like, but minus 40, this is fine. Oh, and mom's man. off hunting and fighting seals <laughs> exactly. and trudging across Antarctica, uh, comes back with the food kept in them, this whole march back to like spit it up. Exactly. Bird. I'm like... <laughs> Penguins are so hardcore. It's really. And so adorable for being so hardcore. Yeah, like the most adorable hardcore bird on the planet has got to be penguins. Yes, for sure. Speed is of the essence. It's March 10th, Mario Day. M-A-R-I-O or M-A-R-1-0. <laughs> it's a very clever Mario Day. So for Debate Club, we are asking who is the best Super Mario character? We've got the four core characters up on our debate club poll on Twitter at The Peak. You can vote for them. You can text in your vote. If you've got something else, you will be entered into the draw to win Alanis Morissette and garbage tickets July 31st, Rogers Arena. You can text us 604-280-1027. Got this one from Darcy that says, Super Mario was the first and only game we ever played as a family. The most popular character for my kids and wife was Yoshi. 
We've been hearing that a lot for yeah. sure. Yoshi, very cool. And to this day, it is the only game my wife has ever played. Lots of great family memories. Oh, that's nice. I like that. So uh, my wife shared this video with me the other day. It's, uh, or yesterday, it's, uh, you know, gone viral. It's a young figure skater. She goes by Luna Montana on um, TikTok. And she set up her phone on the bench of the ice rink while doing her figure skating practice, you know, to film her. Uh, so she can critique her work after, right? You film yourself and then you look at it. So while she's filming, her phone picks up two dudes like watching her and talking about her. And so one guy's trying to like have a conversation with the other guy. I, I don't know if they're friends or he's just like, hey, well, check out the girl out there figure skating. And the other dude's like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I think they're all kids out here. I'm not watching them you know like in that way so i'll play a little bit for you it's a little bit it's hard to hear i'll try to paraphrase it once uh once you hear a bit she looks like she's 15, but she's probably maybe like 17. When you're young, especially if you're like a woman, you can probably express your sexuality and all this crap. So it's basically this like 52-year-old guy is just like, whoa. You know, he's like, hey, check out the lady out there. And the other dude's like, well, you know, I don't know. I think they're all kids. Well, it's hard not to look because of what they're wearing. She's wearing like athletic wear let's practice this you know she's wearing whatever and and then uh, the other dude's like yeah i don't know I, you know they're underage he's like yeah i'm 52 i'm over the hill but you know it's nice to dream or something like that to that effect and it's just like you're dream what what are you a dreaming about? about teenagers yeah Pardon? super weird what? so the one guy seems like he's He's not into the conversation. He's kind of, you know, uncomfortable and laughing it off. And I think that's how I would act. And in times when I've been with dudes that are all like, whoa, trick her out. I'm always feel a little bit like, all right, weird. But as my wife kind of pointed out, that's an opportunity, you know, for the bros rocking the show. It's been, you don't know the guy. It's like, shut it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's your opportunity to be like. Gross. That's that's inappropriate that you're Super talking inappropriate. about a teenager, a child. Practicing sport. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? And uh, it was a great reminder for me because in times in the past, if I'm like that, you know, with a dude that's like, oh, the things I would do to that woman. I'm like, oh, okay, bud. You know, like in that awkward sort of uncomfortable way. Yes. And. And my wife pointed this out to me yesterday. She said, well, by doing that, you're almost like you're allowing that person to do that. Yeah. And e it doesn't. Even, even if you're not joining in and I'm saying, not, yeah. oh, yeah, totally. 15, exactly. All right. Woo. And obviously you don't always feel comfortable, like, you know, going at some dude. Right. Like, obviously do what you feel safe doing. But, you know, even just kind of being like maybe more forcefully than this other guy did. He clearly is not comfortable with the conversation, but doesn't quite articulate that to the 52-year-old man who should 100% know better. And no one knows too much about these guys, but they're at the figure skating practice. And as was pointed out a few times in the comments, probably were there because they brought their own kids. Or maybe are they coaches? No, they wouldn't be coaches. I don't think they were. I, I wasn't getting a coach vibe. I was getting like a parent what you know there's other kids on the ice practicing as well yeah which is just i mean it's always inappropriate but i think 
the the moral of the story and definitely as as when my wife was explaining it to me yesterday is like if you are a guy in that situation uh you know it's one thing to be like have an awkward laugh and try to change the conversation but it might be more uh beneficial to just remind the dude that it's inappropriate i had a big night last night my first Canucks game in person in over two years. You know what? Me and my wife, Coral, were so jealous. No. It's like you got a babysitter and you and <laughs> daddy know. went out and me and Coral are watching the game and all be like, they're probably having so much fun. <laughs> oh, it was so much fun. Even just walking up to the arena and, you know, it was big, huge line of people and and then you get in there and it took us forever to find our seats because we were literally touching the ceiling of Rogers Yeah, Arena. you told me that there's a 400 level in there. Yes, did you know? Because I thought, oh, I think my seats are in the 300 level because that's usually where I sit. But yeah. no, this time we're one level higher. That's nice. Last night we were in the 400 section. So you were section. beside uh, Brendan Batchelor. You were yes. like, hey, you're doing the play-by-play. Yeah, like I had no idea. I was up here in the media seats with these tickets. Uh, it was actually, it's a really nice view of the ice yeah, yeah. where we were. You, know, you can see everything happening. I just love being in the building. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no. No. I'll and, sit on the roof. And really, the the, uh, the seats that I've had before are against the wall. 300 oh, yes. levels. You always the like wall. being up there with the degenerates. I, I, I love really, it. Yes, that's, you know, I have had an ice pack. This year, I was not part of an ice pack. But in previous years, I have been. You know, I had like however many, eight home games or something like that. And I was against the wall, last row in the building every time for years. Well, that's what I said. You're punk rock, Karis. Yeah, you yeah. live it all the time. You're just like, you're in the building, you're with the cement and the alcoholics <laughs> and you're screaming <laughs> obscenities. Oh, it was so good. It felt so good. I, it felt like, it felt like riding a bike. Was good going yes, on yesterday? Yes, it, it it's been a long time, but my body knew exactly what to do. <laughs> when the Canucks scored, there was a muscle memory, and I just leapt out of my seat, and I cheered, and there were so many high fives. Oh, and- my God, the $12 beers never hit so good. <laughs> oh, oh man, my, my $15 can of Blue Buck was really spectacular. Delightful. Oh, it was. Uh, this is J.T. Miller. What a night for J.T. Miller. This he is, is so good. Oh. Here he is scoring, uh, and he's mic'd up for this one. This was, I think, he scored the third goal. Here's what I don't understand. We should have the game on channel, whatever, you know, Sportsnet 1. And then Sportsnet 2 should just be JT Miller, mic'd up, and it's just on, the camera's just on him the whole time. I, I would watch that. This is JT Miller scoring last night in a 5-3 Canucks win over the uh, Montreal Soups. Come on, Bo. Come on, Bo. Uh, four point night for JT Miller. Huge. Uh, I don't. Know, I don't know how the night ended for all the other players uh, in the league, but I think it shot him into like ninth in the league in scoring. And the guys on this point tear. Uh, that was his, I think, 10th game in a row with a point. It's the longest point per game streak since Henrik Sedin in 2013. And he's on the doorstep for having the longest points per game streak. Incredible. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, if you get a chance to go and do something like that, I, I you might feel like I did, like riding a bike in a really, really wonderful, I think I know how to do this and it feels good kind of way. <laughs> 
Good morning. You're listening to The Early Show with Karis and Jeremy. It's 9-11. I was looking at the Generation Z report released by Sotheby's International Real Estate. Generation Z? Or can I say that? Or does that I sound really dumb? It sounds dumb, but it's right. Thank you. Well, others will say Generation Z. Yeah. I enjoy Generation Z. You can go and take that to a Sonic in Washington State with that language. <laughs> so, so this Generation Z report released by Sotheby's looks at uh, Generation Z adults ranging in age from 18 to 25 and what they think about home ownership. I mean, rents are going up. The cost to buy a condo or townhouse or house going up. But according to this report and these adults aged 18 to 28 living in Vancouver, Calgary, Toronto and Montreal, apparently uh, almost 40 percent of them said that they expect to buy a home in about five to ten years so the real estate company was like ah oh, people are really excited to buy homes yeah oh, that's a good finding yeah <laughs> exactly I mean <laughs> Thanks, it is, guys for sure uh, although it is it is interesting they say that 27 percent of those surveyed report that their first home will likely be co-owned with a family member. And uh, 13% of those in Vancouver expect that they will own a home with friends or someone else who isn't family. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Um, family, it's like, you know, strap in. But with a bud, all right. Yeah. And, I mean, some friends are close, like yep, family. for sure. So, you choose you. Friends and, are the family you choose. That's exactly <laughs> it. And so if you're going to be cohabitating, especially getting into something like purchasing a place, if you've got really good friends who yeah. are fa- friends like family, then in this incredibly challenging market, it would make sense that that would maybe be something you would think as an option. I co-owned my first house with my brother, and this was in 2010, in Vancouver, and at the time, we had just enough savings at that time in 2010 where individually we could have bought a condo somewhere. I can't remember how much those would have cost, but we decided, okay, why don't we pool our money together and buy a dump of a house on a busy street? Right. Which was doable in 2010. It was possible. It was even possible to get, and we bought a house for less than $500,000. It was a dumpy house on a busy street, but it was under no. f- half a million Wait, was dollars. was 1890? No, it was 2008. I don't believe you. That's the truth. That happened. Wow. And it was a really great decision. You know, we... Oh, obviously that was a very good decision. Yeah, we have no, we had no idea how to fix houses yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know your we, brother sounds like me <laughs> yeah i'm looking at my brother I'm like do you know how to fix this He's like no i don't know how to fix this and uh, the bathroom in that house was held together with duct tape i kid you not oh my god and in 2008 youtube was barely around like now i'm like well i'll youtube that but in 2008 what'd you have to do like get a book uh we had to call a family friend <laughs> oh, we're phoning a friend <laughs> 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 oh, you guys sound exactly like that. i call my brother the cabinet maker 
baker <laughs> who's a woodworker. I'm just like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm looking at this bathroom, and, I, you know, it is held together with duct tape, and I feel like at any moment that duct tape, because it looks very old, is going to fall apart, and then we will have no bathroom. So <laughs> well, what do you suggest? Yeah, what I call my brother it always begins with, like, hey, I need your help with something. He's like, I'll just come over and I do just, it. I'll get my tool That's belt. what you're calling for. Yeah. You don't want advice. You want me to do it. And I'm like, I have beers. So I think that's a, a good option. Get together with family. Get together with friends that are family and, you know, pool your resources and try and put something together. Just don't renovate with duct tape, whatever you do. <laughs> do not do that. True or false, our stomach acid is so strong it can dissolve metal. Uh... No. Incorrect. Right, because Nicole, when I drink my soda pop, I then eat the can. But guess what? I don't poop out a can. So, and that's how we know, Nicole, is because Jeremy never poops out his pop cans. And so we know that his stomach acid dissolves the metal. Science. (laughs) Science. Uh, Apparently, the pH of a healthy stomach is usually one to two. And uh, this keeps the germs away. Like, the germs can't survive that. They typically die. But also, that puts stomach acid in almost the same category as battery acid, which can dissolve steel. And power a Tesla. Yeah, exactly. Harder. Try harder. <laughs> All right, that's a podcast. Uh, oh, my God. Were we recording? No, we didn't record that first part. We should have, though, because you're talking about that house you bought at a bird on the floor. Yeah, that's right. The house that I bought with my brother in 2008 that was in pretty rough condition. Uh, when I went to go see it initially before we bought it, the previous owners, they had a bird. And it lived in a cage, and the cage was on the floor of the kitchen. And there was bird seed all over the place. Like, there were, like, little bits of bird food just everywhere. And and you imagine, like, droppings and bird piss probably? Well, I mean, the bird was in the cage. So the droppings and everything were in the cage. But just the food, you know, the stuff was coming out of the side. So, I mean, I guess maybe some of the droppings came out, too, into the kitchen floor. But mostly it looked like bird seed. And you're like, do you not have a broom? (laughs) A dust buster? (laughs) No. And, uh... And and then after we bought the house, we realized how many mice were living in the house. And, I mean, they'd just been feasting on this bird food. I mean, it was just like they're, you know, they were the owners were clearly feeding the bird, but then also feeding the mice. Yeah, you're because feeding a small family of mice. To, oh, yeah, like a colony. Like a community. I'm, yeah, it's a, definitely it was a community of mice living in that house Jeez for sure. Jesus. It was a magical place. Did you guys like ever, were you able to get the mice under control or you just had to be like, well, we're living with these mice to oh, sell? no, we ended up ripping apart the house yeah. largely because when we got in there, we realized, oh, my God, this is in rougher shape than we thought. Oh, wow. And so. So, yeah, we, we tore it all up, and that got rid of the mice. And just learning and doing. And learning and doing. Oh, and my God, that's so nuts. Yeah. Now, I remember when we were looking for condos, it was just like some people's places were gross. Like, yeah. Like, can't I, pass. Like, you just walk in and be like, the, the realtor would be like, okay, just before we go into the next place, guys, just, you're going to have to use your imagination. A lot. A lot. <laughs> and, you know, we'd go into one place, one lady had like, sexy boudoir pictures like just all over the place like in her you know like of herself and and we're just like okay 
you know, and, and the room's painted red. And we're like, okay, you're into orgies. We get it. But like, what's happening here? And our realtor had to be like, you know, you guys, you have to, you have to use your, look past the decor. Okay. Look past the sex swing. Do you think this could be your child's nursery? And you're like, <laughs> I guess. Just try, try and imagine uh, the sex swing is is now a crib. Yeah. Do you like this space? Do you like this space? <laughs> can you, you can picture like elephants painted on the wall? Yeah, it's like it's a very bold red. You could change that red. It's hard to paint over, but you know, primer <laughs> we can do it. And it's just like yes. I mean, no good score Aww. footage. I love the light, but well, and you know, you know what I love now about realty ads is uh, you know realtors will 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 boast about oh this place sold for $150,000 asking. And it's like, dude, you're a warm body. In this market, I'm sorry, you don't have to be a good realtor for a place to sell $150,000 over asking price. Like that's just that's just how ridiculous and horrible the market is. Horrible from the perspective of people yeah, trying oh, to get God, in. Yeah. Um so Phil I love a realtor in Vancouver is just free money. I I I love the realtors who boast about it sold for over Oh, well over asking. Like, yeah. Do you have a pulse? Congratulations. Yeah, honestly. Good job. <laughs> if I was selling a house in this town and it sold for asking, you're fired. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you doing wrong? Yeah, like, <laughs> what's up? Okay, that's a podcast today, you guys. I would love to hear your buying a, buying a home horror story. Not a sad one, a funny one. Yeah. Uh, don't be like, yeah, we bought a house and we lost millions of dollars. Uh, maybe some of the places you didn't buy. Yes. Well, oh, that'd be a good one. The yeah. Pl- maybe we should save that for the show tomorrow. Sure. Look at yeah. play- well, Tell us about the. Tell us about the condos and houses you didn't buy. <laughs> yeah, that you went and looked at, and you were like, "Oh my like, goodness." Uh, no, I, this I one has ghosts and not friendly Casper one. <laughs> and it's listed for multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars. I love it. Uh, so it's at Karis Hogg, C H A R I S H O G G. You could tweet at her. I'm at Jeremy underscore Baker. Tweeted the show about the podcast. You get the chips. It's that easy. That's how it is. That's uh, a program. That's a wrap. We'll do this again tomorrow's Friday. We've got one more in us. Yeah. Bye. See ya. Nothing can kill the grimace. All right, we're done here.